Hey everyone, Brian here. Thanks so much for listening. I just uh, finished a number five coaching session with an 18-year-old, and there's a lot of amazing lessons that we can all learn from in what came up in this session. I want to talk about the balance between innocence and living life now, as well as responsibility. How do we balance those two? Because it's a balance between planning and not planning. Between being like naive and stupid, as Stephen Pressfield says in his book, Do the Work. You have to stay naive and stupid because if you're not naive and stupid, as he puts it, then you're going to not do the thing because you're going to weigh and measure and overthink and hesitate and not trust and find all of the reasons why you can't or shouldn't rather than actually doing the thing. So it is this balance, right, between like preparing and just finding out along the way. Because how do kids explore the world? If we believe, if you choose to believe that life can be amazing, that life can be joyful, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have down moments in life. Even though that's a whole other practice of being the witness of your experience and not identifying with the highs and the lows which is ultimately where we find peace because physical reality is impermanent by its very nature. So if you identify with anything physical, you are going to be unhappy. That's another conversation. But if you believe that you can and want to be joyful, if you're, that's what you choose to intend in your life, then there is this balance that shows up of, well, no one's going to take responsibility for creating the, my life the way I want it other than me. So I have to take responsibility and stop being the victim. And to stop being the victim, I have to realize and admit to myself how I have been being a victim. And that's part of what we resist too, because no one wants to admit I've been letting life happen to me, or very few, I should say. I don't want to say no one. So, you know, it's interesting working with this 18-year-old, and you can feel a lot of people in this place of, you know, kind of picture sitting back on your chair, and you're kind of in this place of like, my mom's taking care of me, Right? Or like life's, life's all right. It's not bad. I'd like it to be better. And so Tony Robbins says, life is a result of what you tolerate. Life is a result of what you've tolerated. In other words, if you're not wildly happy with your current state of existence, then you've tolerated something. In other words, your standards are at a certain place that are not as high as you would ultimately like them to be. In other words, you need to raise your standards. That's the number one thing that you need to do is raise your standards so that you can grow into that higher version of yourself. And you can constantly expand into higher standards. What do higher standards require of you to go beyond your fears and what you believe are your limitations? It's the glass ceiling. We push up against this glass ceiling. And what takes us beyond that glass ceiling? New beliefs. I love telling the story about Roger Bannister in the four-minute mile. If you haven't heard it before, Roger Bannister was the first person to run a mile in under four minutes. And before then, that wasn't that's not the amazing part of the story. Before he did that, it was scientifically proven that human beings could not physically run a mile in under four minutes because their heart would explode. It just was not humanly, anatomically, biologically possible, right? until he did it 
And then after he did it, here's the amazing part. Two weeks later, I don't know, 10 or 20 other people, I'll have to find the real number because I tell this story frequently, end up running a mile in under four minutes too. That's the amazing part because what changed? Suddenly, other people's glass ceiling was lifted. They saw someone else do it and they said, well, if he can do it, I can do it. What was once impossible became possible. And that's the exciting place to play in life. When we play with the, and blur the lines of what is possible. And that's what my out-of-body experience that I've talked about in other podcasts really taught me. Holy shit. Something just became possible that I believed was impossible. I saw a white light, experienced peace, joy, bliss, was completely separate from my body and experienced myself as all that is. That's pretty cool. Didn't know that was possible. And so when one glass ceiling lifts, others tend to as well, especially when they're as profound as the experience I was lucky enough to have. Because, you know, planning is something that a lot of people struggle with. Planning, because it's this arduous task of like figuring things out and it can get into an over-planning, overthinking, very heady game versus planning from a place of feeling where I'm going, okay, what is my highest excitement? What feels good to me? What feels lighter to me? And then at least, like I was inviting this 18-year-old to do, have some rough idea of where you might want to go whether or not you think it's realistic and then just thinking about generally maybe journaling about maybe talking about what it might take to get there or to move in that general direction so we don't have to get too specific too fast start general because the specifics can really get us down sometimes because we just say that's not possible and it can pigeonhole us anyways so for me, like some of my highest excitements are, I would love to own a digital marketing agency one day that is in the business of seeing people for who they really are and communicating their value to the world and helping other people see what I see. I'd love that. I'm already doing that, findyourwhystory.com. I'm excited to find out how I get to do more and more of that with people that I love. And I'm already doing more of that with the Connection Cards Kickstarter campaign that's launching January 18th, connectioncards.ca. My friend and I designed what it looks like, and now we're talking about how we're going to market it. Really exciting. And we do that in Find Your Why Story, where we create three-minute videos that capture the heart and soul of why you do what you do in a three-minute video so that people can trust you online and feel your passion in a way that pictures and text just can't very exciting to me. I'm excited to find out how I do more of that in the future. What Right now, I'm just taking project by project. I did the first project for free. First three-minute video, float tank, um, why story video was free. That's how I broke into coaching too. One-on-one work, briantohanna.com. Did a lot of, lot of, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of free sessions. I gave my time away. And now you can see BrianJohanna.com has tons of testimonials as well as video testimonials even. Incredible to be able to have that. I'm excited to find out how I get to do more of that. Do I know exactly how? No, (laughs) I don't. I don't know how. I just know that I enjoy doing that. 
and then connectwork.fun. I was standing in my room one day feeling super, super grateful for my life and I asked out loud, how can I thank you, God, the universe, creation, source, whatever, don't care what your name is, for my life? And I got the words, bring people together and that was the birth of Connectwork, network that nourishes your soul. And I wanna bring that more to businesses, business consulting, writing another book, a second book, not just The Power of Permission, called, actually, you know what, I won't even announce it yet because it's not, I don't have it fully, but uh, I do have it fully and including the, the cover page title, there's just a part of me that wants to birth that slowly. The subtitle is How to Bring Emotional Intelligence to the Workplace. And it's a really creative um, actual title with pictures. So what we're talking about right now is how do we accept what is and live in the moment while also making sure we are intentional with where we're going. Kind of like we picture a bow and arrow with like a target. If you don't have a rough idea, you're probably not gonna end up there. You're just like hoping, you're just hoping, you're just hoping. And that is good to be in that hopeful place or positively expecting place of visioning what you want, but we also have to do something in order to get there. And so I've talked about in previous podcasts, the success cycle, potential, belief, action, result. Your belief determines how much potential you access, and then you take an action based on that belief and you get a result. So if you have a belief like this limited limited glass ceiling type belief where something's not possible, you access a little amount of potential and it doesn't really matter what action you take. It's going to produce a result that reinforces and proves through the confirmation bias that belief. See, I knew I couldn't. I knew I couldn't because I that's how I started out believing versus I believe I can, I really want to. And then you take the same action and it creates a different result. So it's really interesting to tune into like, what do I actually want for myself? Because we've been so programmed to do things for other people, to take orders, to follow expectations of who other people want us to be for them in order to be success acceptable or in order to appear ex- uh, successful. That's the keeping up with the Joneses effect. So it can be very hard to disentangle ourselves from what everyone else is doing around us to actually find what's true for you and you're lucky if you are awake enough in this world to have the opportunity to check in with yourself but that opportunity comes with some pain because you realize usually that you haven't been being who you've wanted to be being for some time and so that's part of what's been keeping you depressed or not fully alive we could call it maybe there's those are one and the same Of course, clinical depression being a different thing than just a depression from not acting on what actually excites you in life. Because it can be very overwhelming because there actually is infinite possibility. That's part of the problem I find people. I was downloading a little bit, did a session today with this 18 year old that I was talking a little bit more because he had accomplished quite a few things. He said, I think I just did in a month 
more than I did all last year. And I was like, yeah, you have, like you're doing incredible. And so it was really about expansion today of expanding his mind, expanding his way of thinking, giving him some downloads of like, yeah, what is possible? What do you want for yourself? As I've said before, it's not selfish, not selfish, not selfish, not selfish, not selfish. And whatever that thing is might almost definitely, I love that, might almost definitely involve putting yourself out there, out there in the public eye where people are going to judge you. They're going to judge you. You know what I say, you know, like, and this doesn't mean I'm, have completely put this to bed and I'm at peace with it, which is, is something that I use in my own life to help me deal with judgment, is that people have time to judge us. They're not living their life. It's like, I don't have time to judge or blame or criticize. I'm busy living my life. I'm not living life on the sidelines. I'm playing the fucking game. I like spending time around people who are also playing the game. I don't have time to listen to those haters, those critics. And in another podcast, I talked about the Theodore Roosevelt quote, it's not the critics who count. Check that one out if you haven't already. What else from today do I want to impart upon you? So much value, right? It's like value to help us live our lives powerfully, to help us raise our standards, to help us say, yes, I can, or yes, I want to. I want to believe, I'm beginning to believe. I know that I'm worthy of what I want. I deserve that. Anything is possible, actually. Who am I to say and discount myself before I even begin? Why do I keep doing that? Actually, why is not a good question to be asking myself right now. That gets me more in my head. What feels good to me right now? That's what I wanna be asking myself. What feels good to me right now? And do I dare enough to do that? Especially, it's so hard to dare to do the thing that feels good because oftentimes it feels irresponsible. I'm not getting shit done that I'm supposed to be getting done. Yeah, that's a tough one. So it is a balance. Sometimes you got to get shit done. It's adulting, right? I got to pay the bills. I got to do the laundry. I got to eat, sleep, poop, right? <laughs> And at the same time, am I fully alive? And if I'm not, what can I do to be more fully alive? Who do I need to become to be more fully alive? What beliefs do I need to have to be more fully alive? What questions could I be asking myself, my, myself to upgrade my life right now? Even those are good questions. And I don't need to think about the answers to the questions as much as I need to pose them to myself, contemplate them gently, release them, let them come to me, journal about them, talk about them to other people, say, I want more, I want more, I deserve more. A higher standard where every day I wake up excited, I wake up excited, oh, I'm so excited to wake up and get to do what I love and be with people that I love and live the life that I want. That's what we want. And that is what is possible. You deserve that. So please, 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 thank you for listening to this. And please take that action that you have been avoiding. Make that decision that you have been mm, juggling, 
you know, I'll leave you with this story. It's called Baradan's Ass. It's in the book. Permission to decide is the permission. In the book, The Power of Permission, if this is the first podcast that you're tuning into, I've been writing it for the last three years, all about how to free yourself from expectations and live a life true to yourself. Over 50 different permissions that you can give yourself. Permission to have sex before marriage. Permission to ask for help. Permission to dream big. Anything that's been made bad and wrong in your life. Permission to put yourself first. Baradan's ass. Permission to decide. There's a story where a donkey is walking down this path. And he gets to a fork in the road. He's equally hungry and equally thirsty. He's like, oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, I'm so thirsty. And one way down the path is food. And then the other path, the fork in the road, is water. And he sits there contemplating, which way should I go first? Until he dies. (laughs) Kind of a sad story, but he could have gone both ways. If only he had chosen and realized that he could do both. And we say, but how? That's not realistic sometimes. And we... Just overthink the shit out of it instead of just admit to myself, I'm afraid, I don't know, I might never know, I have to choose one and experience it so that I can have the experience, get the result, and reevaluate from there. You will only know by doing. So please do. Do, 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 do. Fail hard, fail fast. That is the way to success. And if you haven't already, check out my websites, briantohanna.com, connectwork.fun, findyourwhystory.com, and the new one, connectioncards.ca, for the Kickstarter campaign that we would love for you to be a part of. And as always, thank you so, so much for listening. Please share if you got any value from this with others that you love as well on social media. Thanks.